Good evening. Welcome to the People's Patriot Project. We got your six at six tonight with our Patriot Playtime. And it is uh, July 17th already, more than halfway through this wonderful month. I am Andrea Eichmann. Um, tonight we're going to bring you our weekly show slash podcast. Uh, it's called Six at Six, uh, 1800 Central Time, every week on Facebook. And of course, you can find it all over. We'll let you know later where all those places are. Every week we bring you a, a guest and a lot of times a new musician. We share good and not so good. Whatever's happening in our world that needs to be shared. This week's show brings us Michelle Ladd with veterans of, with mothers of veteran suicide and musician Alyssa Ruffin, who we met through Dan and Sugar Rose and whose husband was a guest just a couple weeks ago. Tonight's show promises to be an evening of fun and amazing discussion. First, I'm going to ask that you take off your hat and stand if you can. I'm going to get it right this week, you guys, because we're actually showing you the national anthem tonight. Join us on your end. How about those pipes? Woo! That was awesome. That was awesome. Amazing. Um, that's that's the one song that uh, I don't like people messing with. It's don't give me your. I mean, and I've heard some really good ones, but I I just 
give us I, I don't know. It's the one song that makes me uh uh pulls the old smoke inhalation every single time too. So um that thing's worth it for me. That thing's worth it for it. Alyssa is here. Uh we're working through some things with her right now, but uh nothing, I'm on nothing it. Emotional. I'm on it. Nothing nothing <laughs> the classic technology monster that gets us every once in a while. And oh, she is here. I'm confident she can hear us, so we can't blow her up or anything. No, so we wouldn't do that anyway. Um, but uh, welcome, everyone. Thank you. Uh, we got Michelle Ladd here. Um, and we got Dan Hudson here. And we got Andrea. And we got myself. And what um, – I don't know. This weekend was one of those amazing blessed weekends. Amazing blessed. Uh, Miss Eichmann has a lot to celebrate in her world and her life. And uh, just uh, just got to chill for a little bit this weekend. I don't get to do that very often. But Miss um, Ladd is uh, turning and burning, like literally burning right now. She's sharing with us. She's got some uh, air conditioning lack of opportunities right now but uh she, she we weren't sure she was going to make it with us this weekend she she's been busy we knew that um i may have manipulated her a little bit uh, <laughs> no. to make sure she showed up um i said well sheesh no but we're here and i'm excited to have everyone that's here on our panel tonight and uh, uh we are here to set the Set the tone, send the message, and uh, save some lives. That's why we're all here. So uh, good to have you here, Michelle. Tell me what you're doing right now. I'm totally honored to be here, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, And and we did drive on a spare tire on our Ford 250, pulling a six-axle, three-axle, 42-foot fifth wheel to try to get here because we're having tire issues as well. (laughs) So it's always, Randy had no idea what he was getting into when he married me and joined me. I so. I have a feeling there's not very many complaints is what I'm guessing. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see those things where the, uh, the husband and wife or significant other are trying to park an RV at an RV park? That's usually the best test of a relationship. We just that, or a a- kitchen, that or a kitchen remodel. <laughs> But we have walkie-talkies because the thing is so long that he can't see me in the back and I can't hear him. And we just had to park. We're parked right now in between a trailer and a parking lot. <laughs> and uh, it's it's quite challenging what we do. But um, we had a very, very eventful last three days between being in this huge parade with the RV and then hightailing it to the Syracuse area for a memorial ride for a uh, veteran that has passed away. And um, so our mission is to get out there and meet service members, veterans, first responders and their families and um, just talk to them, do outreaches, see if they need any help with anything. And um, so that's National Veteran Resources, our nonprofit. Um, And then Mothers of Veteran Suicide is a whole different entity. So do you want me to share more about Mothers of Veterans Suicide? You, you, this is your time. This is your panel. This is your thing. And I do know that uh, um, we had this conversation clear back when we were doing the interviews of getting you on and, and um, 
and I said I'd possibly have my sister on tonight because she is um, a mother of a veteran suicide, and um, and those pieces didn't fall into place quite yet. And and I'm going to be real honest with you; she really struggles with it. But I know that's a it's a huge asset and resource. And so please share all the pieces you want to with that as well. So I'll just share with you a little bit of how I started Mothers of Veteran Suicide. So maybe it makes a little more sense to you. Um, most of you know that I am a mother of two veterans. My oldest son, Tom, is a Marine and a Iraqi war veteran. My younger son, Tyler, uh, served in the Navy non-combat. And I do everything that I do in honor of my children and seeing what especially Tom has been through the last 12 years after coming back from a war his second time, especially. So it's a long story how I got up to meeting the moms. But basically, I left Rochester, New York as a real estate broker. Um, I was C I'm CEO to Heroes Home Advantage, and I had worked with hundreds and hundreds of service members, veterans, and first responders in the real estate world. And I went on ride-alongs with the Rochester police officers constantly and the firefighters and the EMTs. And so my passion just grew. So five years ago, I got my first rig and started traveling the country. And I landed in Crossville, Tennessee. I'd been on the road about a year thanking heroes for their services and uh, Tim French, who uh, you'll, if you follow me on Facebook, Tim French is an amazing veteran. Uh, he walks nearly every day with a flag um, and a photo of a veteran that has passed and no matter how he has passed. So I went to interview Tim when he said to me, because um, I was interviewing organizations around the country and sharing veteran stories. He said, there's a mother here that just lost her son, veteran son, just two weeks ago. Would you like to meet her? And I thought, you know, oh, my Lord, what would I say to her? I'm, I don't want to be that mom. I've never actually met a mom that, that lost a veteran ch a child at all to suicide. So she came. Donna, I will never forget her. She brought me gifts. She brought me food, knowing I was sleeping in a VFW parking lot at the time for a night or two to meet up with Tim. And uh, she shared her story and she didn't want to be interviewed um, on video, but she allowed me to speak about the experience on video, just me. And as I continued my travels, I met Mama Lutz, uh, who's lost two of her children to suicide. She's in Florida and she did share video with me. And then I met um, another mother who lost her son while he was in Iraq, took his life while he was serving in Iraq. And then I was in North Carolina. I was introduced to another mother and the mother would not come and see me. And I she lived in uh, the mountains of Georgia. And I said to her, if you ever need a place to just get some love and comfort, come to my house, I will, um, invite you. I'll take you to the beaches and, and just try to give you some comfort. And uh, she reached out to me um, a few weeks before the one year anniversary of her son, Alex. And she said, there's nobody I would rather be with than you. 
on my son's one year, we call it angel versary. So she drove nine hours, she and her husband, they slept in the hero mobile. That's where she wanted to sleep. And uh, she wanted to feel my energy. So after meeting about five of the moms, I said, you know, they share all the details with me. And I'm not, I'm not prepared for that. I'm not a trauma specialist. I'm not a counselor. I'm just like a friend. I listen. And um, it was the moms that spurred me uh, to start a group for them on Facebook uh, so that the moms had someone that they could share with. So, Mark, I would love it if you would tell your sister about Mothers of Veteran Suicide Facebook group. It's a private lockdown group. Only mothers of veteran suicide are allowed in this group. I have people every day trying to get in the group. It's a group that they can share. Um, they tell me that their, you know, their family members and their friends don't want to hear about it anymore. They're, they, they, they don't feel safe talking about their child anymore. So, um, the group just started growing and growing and you're not going to believe it, but I have 94 mothers in my group now. And so what I do is I post inspirational things. I try to find resources for them, but it's mostly for the moms to share. And on Thursday, I did this really cool thing. And I said, Hey moms, let's uh, every Thursday. Now we're going to dedicate Thursday to remembering your children. Let's post a photo and say their name. So the moms just kept participating and participating and participating. And I think about 80% of them participated. So they would post a picture of their child. Um, and then I would say their name and um, put little hearts next to it, heart, hugs and kisses. And I did that all day long. So that's going to be a tradition for me. So um, Randy left Rochester, New York to join me. Um, I told Randy, if you fall in love with me, I'm a gypsy for our heroes and I'm going to drag you all over the country. We're going to live in parking lots. We're going to be dirty. <laughs> We're going to have to empty septic tanks. He's been following me for years, so he knew what I did. And the first tour, I took him out six weeks to go visit uh, 20 mothers and their families. So we went on this huge tour for six weeks and... I think about probably at least 10 different states. <clears throat> and I get the mothers in the RV and they share their stories. I bring them gifts. And it was an incredible journey. And um, so when we got this fifth wheel, this is my fourth hero mobile because I kept breaking down all over the country. If you've seen my YouTube videos, <laughs> Um, and I need something bigger to fit more veterans in, more police officers, more family members. And um, I told the moms I would like to remember their children in a very profound way. And on the back of the rig, I have the suicide ribbon. And I only had five names on it. And now the ribbon is full. So every mom that, that would come on board, we would add a name. And I... The ribbon is so full. I have 35 more names where I, I never expected it. 
to, to be like that. So over the course of the last two years, I've spoken to many of the moms. Um, they have shared some details. These family members, I, I try to raise awareness as much as I can on my National Veteran Resources page because Mothers of Veteran Suicide is just a Facebook page. So I decided to build a website for the mothers to remember their children because their biggest fear is that they're not going to, their children are not going to be remembered. And so mothersofveteransuicide.com is a website I developed and I have uh, a page called Our Heroes and I have, um, oh, it's sometimes it's hard to talk about because I've, I've become with the moms and some of the moms found their sons and daughters. We have two daughters. The others are all sons. Some were active duty. Some were deployed. Some had been out 10 years. Uh, many had children and, um, the moms want me to continue hard National Veteran Resources because um, they want me to educate families. They didn't see the signs. Most of them had no idea that their son or daughter was struggling. I have the experience. I know the signs. I've been doing this. I, I've met thousands of veterans out there and police officers and firefighters and EMTs. Um, and so in uh, February, I, I just love these moms. My heart beats for them. Um, and I said to the moms, there were about, there were probably about 60 moms in the group at that time. I said, moms, I invite you to St. Mary's, Georgia to come stay with me. I'll pay for your airfare. Let's have a retreat. I'll get some counseling. I'll take you to the beach. I'll take you kayaking on the river on the St. Mary's river come and I'll figure out how to do it. And um, eight moms came in from all over the country and it was incredible. I had to get an Airbnb up the road because um, I had some in the RV. <laughs> I had some in my house. I had uh, a female veteran came in to help me and she slept on my floor. Randy did all the uh, cooking of the dinners. And um, we had Brett Cotter, Kirk Poe and Dr. Janelle Royster um, doing Zoom therapy sessions with them. And I had them um, laughing and Brett had them dancing and there was a lot of sobbing going on. But what was really cool is these mothers bonded. They all formed relationships they had never met before. So now there's eight mothers that have all met and it's incredible um, to see their relationship now. And then in the group, of uh, 94, I think I said, we have, um, I just continue to encourage them to reach out. Some of the mothers are actually raising their grandchildren because their son's significant other had passed away from drug overdose or, or the mother couldn't deal with it. And so uh, my mother, veteran suicide, there's probably five or six moms that are raising children. So I've done fundraisers to help one of the moms that's raising one of the four children who's autistic. And these moms are, because organically, um, we've also met the fathers, the wives, the husbands, the small children, the adult children. And um, 
one of the reasons that I went to visit them was so they, they could see their child's name on the back of the RV. So if you see, watch my, my YouTube channel is RV Hero Gypsy, you'll see some of the moms going around to the back and they wanted me to videotape it and you'll see them touching their child's name. And um, I've partnered up with some amazing resources for our veterans and first responders. And I also offer all the same resources for the moms. So I have moms in sessions with Kirk. I have moms in sessions with Brett. I have moms in sessions with Dr. Janelle. And um, so it's the same kind of resources. So I'd like to have a retreat um, next May for the moms. I have a feeling I'm gonna have a lot more moms. I did try to do a fundraiser. And as I, I was telling you, I raised $200 on, um, uh, not a, it was like a crowdfunding, but then Brett Cotter reached out to all his people and I raised $1,200, but it was a $4,000. I paid for the airfare and everything. So we're going to need to raise a lot of money, but Mothers of Veterans Suicide is just a, a, a chapter of me. So it's not a nonprofit. It's not a for-profit. It's just, I'd like to try to raise that much money um, more to bring as many moms in that want to come. And uh, if you go to the website, you'll see the retreat photos. Um, one of the moms sent a care package of cosmetics and facial kind of stuff. And uh, we had a riot with that. And uh, you'll see pictures of them. One of my friends had a pool party for them and a restaurant donated barbecue dinner. And it, uh, like, I didn't expect eight to come from all over the country, but it was amazing. And we might have 20 or 30 next year. So the moms want me to continue to raise awareness, um, to educate families. And I have to tell you, this is really cool. Yesterday at our event, this gentleman came over. I could tell he was a veteran. We're having veterans sign the RV now. Come to find out, He's a colonel at the Air Force National Guard. He's been serving us 32 and a half years. He's a commander to an intel unit. And his wife was flying in from Washington, D.C. She's actually the uh, National Guard military spouse of the year and was just at a conference at the White House. And he said, Michelle, you got to meet my wife. And he brought her right from the airport, right to the RV in a field in Cato, New York. And uh, when she heard what we were doing um, for the moms and to try to educate, we all agreed that our veterans and um, Dan, you, you, you touched me, um, teaching trauma and how to get help and to ask for help um, while they're still serving, whether they're first responders or service members, has been my, my main goal is to get them while they're still on the job. And so we talked a lot about that. And the moms really want to help me. So we're trying to find a way that we can all work together. But the moms are a lot of so many, most of the moms are so deep in their grief. It's very difficult for them to, you know, want I to tell you, up. I will tell you, I, you said you were sitting by the window. You have a halo around your sorry, head. Sorry. Well-deserved. No, perfect. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is. It's the perfect. And, and, and you talk about trauma, Michelle, and I, there's this stigma in law enforcement and the military that has haunted us and haunted us. 
and it has been our adversary for so long. So I, it, we, we had an artist on here a couple of weeks ago, and after we showed his work, we said, well, there's the show. I almost want to say that to Mark right now. Like, where's the show? Listen to what this woman and her tribe are doing. I, I, I don't know what to say. You've got, I'm not usually speechless, but oh. what you, what you're doing is, is amazing. I mean, it's, it, it, that's not even a good enough word for it. It's not, it's, it's so we struggle now and I'm not going to do any justice jumping in here. Uh, it's, I want you to please do. Uh, well, there's no justice. You, what, what you're doing is the right and real thing that should be happening. And the, the sad part is that, and we've been talking about this for a long time. You, you do have your veterans and your first responders that signed up for this. Bear with me when I say they knew what they were getting into because that's 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 a narrative that gets spelled out. The rest of the world likes it. Well, they knew what they were doing. Well, back off. If you're not walked a, a minute in their shoes, you shouldn't say a word to begin with. Um, but the problem that we have is moms and dads and spouses and sons and brothers and sisters and cousins and closely related people to these veterans and first responders, they didn't sign up for this. They didn't necessarily sign the contract to say, you know what, I'm going to give a gigantic piece of my life to the service of this community and to this country. And, and we have our young men and women who are signing those contracts they are going in there. They're not being supported. They're not having their needs met. And they make the only choice that they feel that they have at the time, um, which ends up making everything else fall apart for the rest of us. And, you know, it's I, you're an absolute blessing. And um, oh, yes. and I'm going to I'm going to say right now, I mean, your mission is our mission. So if you're not out there getting your job done, then we haven't done our job. And that's how I'm mm -hmm. going to put that. Um, the People's Patriot Project, we got your six at six Patriot play time. We P3 Radio, we are we are committed to helping Michelle Ladd get her mission. To, because I'm going to, again, don't take this wrong, um, but you're not doing enough. and And I say that only because we're losing 17 to 75 a day. I know everyone wants to use the number 22. Um, you're touching the lives of nine women. And I know it's more than that. Um, and I'm not saying you're not doing enough. It's <laughs> we're not doing enough to reach these people who have gone through an exorbitant amount of, of personal trauma, personal loss. Um, and, the, the amazing piece is they always still hold on to how amazing their communities and their country are. And, and they, I, I, I've not met one yet and I know there are, and I don't, so go, again, don't take this very seldom is anyone pointing the finger at the process there. I mean, it does need to be pointed at, and I'm going to be, I'll openly say it does need to be, we do need to point a finger. I agree. Um, but, we all have to be part of the solution. And that's why when we developed this and built this, it was called We the People, the People's Patriot Project. It's not supposed to be our veterans and first responders and the ones that already had skin in the game trying to make this work. 
because there's 90% of our country, and this is where I aggressively say that, get to lay their big fat heads on the pillows of freedom every single day without having any skin in the game. And you, you can be upset when I say that. And you can feel like, oh, my gosh, Mark's pulling out the cards again. Um, I believe that. Um, we are sending our 17, 18, 19, 21-year-olds into adult worlds and haven't given them all the tools they need to be successful. And when they ask, when they do ask for help, is the help there or are they ridiculed or are they not being supported? And, and I do know some do get the help, but Mm -hmm. we have to be there and we have to be boots on the ground. And that's what this mission is about. This is what Michelle's mission is about. You have to be boots on the ground and you have to be available. And if you're not doing that, and you're not proactively involved with the mission, it, me and Michelle talked about this before the show, move to the side and let us through and let us get the job done. If you don't, if you don't plan on putting any skin in the game, then don't take ownership of any of the freedoms that you have. That's the way I'm going to say it. And if you time, talent and treasure, that's all we're looking for. Time, talent, and treasure. Right. Right. Uh, Miss Ladd needs a, a bolt full of treasure right now. Um, I don't know if you're reading some of the messages. Um, we've got people that are interested in helping you upgrade your vehicle and uh, get your your stuff uh, upgraded and worked on. We do oh. have other organizations. I can't see. Yeah. Oh, you can't? Um, I, no. I, I do have a kind of a personal question for you, Michelle, if you're up for yeah. it. Yes. You, you take on tons how do you personally deal with it because that that's a lot i mean it's a lot if i can ask i mean you don't have to answer no actually i I just did a podcast with tim howard and i he thanked me for being so open because i usually don't tell people this but um i've been getting a lot of crisis calls from veterans because of just all my social media and people see my videos with um with veterans and they trust me and I've got, I've gotten probably in the last couple of months, at least six different uh, veterans uh, reaching out to me in crisis. And I talk to them for three to five hours and I get them all my resources and then I go to bed and cry. Um, The moms, um, the moms know that I've been suffering a little bit because they they share some of them share some very specific details of the death and i'm not a quick i'm an empath first of all um i believe that i was given this gift to care so much and so one of the things randy's been trying to do with me is when we're in georgia um, we're in florida a lot through the winter we go to legions all over the country um but we do a lot of legion work and we do, there's moms all over the Southern states. So in the wintertime we visit, um, I've been walking the beaches. I've been picking up shells. I've, I have thousands of shells. Um, we've been going on motorcycle rides. I paint rocks. Um, I try to do anything to try to relax my mind, but quite honestly, I don't sleep because I can't stop thinking about those that are suffering. So, um, three days ago, I had a Vietnam vet right here in this RV. That's what I do. Um, he's been trying to talk to me for two years and, um, he finally came to see me 
this struck me, so I'll share this with you. And he did tell me a little bit about his Vietnam War. He went outside, signed the RV, and what he didn't tell me, he wrote 68 Tet Survivor. And I was like, what the heck is that? I never even heard of that before. So I looked it up, and as he was writing it, he was crying. And he said to me, Michelle, there's nothing you can do for me. And I went, I went home. Um, this isn't home. This is my office. When we're on the road, we're in it. But um, I just like cried because I thought, I know he's, you know, but um, there are a couple of things that I said that was were helpful to him. So yesterday, the the wife that won the spouse of the year said exactly the same thing to me. Do you get your own um, self-care? And I try to get self-care. I don't have a counselor, but I have my counselors for my um, resources. And they said I could contact them anytime. But I don't have time for that. <laughs> you do. Yeah. It, the thing is, I... I, I you are the strongest person I think I've ever talked to. No. Honestly, I, I know, but you're also very humble at the same time. But um, I, I just, what you're doing, I, I, I very, ask Mark, I'm very rarely at a loss for words. And um, we always want to take care of our own and make sure our foundations of our homes are strong. And you are strong. You're, you're, you're one of the strongest women you and my wife, uh, you guys would probably both wear bell bottoms together. We had that conversation earlier. I can't wait to meet her. <laughs> Fact. But I will tell you, um, self-care and those around you and, and the group of women that are around you, you know, that can also be a form of self-care is this foundation, the strong women. And um, if we can get Alyssa's stuff working, you'll you'll see another very incredibly strong woman who's courageous. And what you're doing is courageous. And I get to say it, and you probably are going to probably blow it off because you seem like a humble person. But what you're doing is one of the most courageous things I've ever seen in my life because it is dealing with some of the hardest things in life. So you're changing yeah. lives. You're changing lives right now as we speak. And it's just completely amazing to me. Oh, as, as Dan sitting over here saying he's he's speechless and and and, and has just wants and I know it's feeling because I'm sitting over here like a caged bear, absolutely wanting to tear the walls down right now because we have to make this happen. And you don't need to do anymore, Michelle. We need to grab what we can and we need to be supporting Alyssa or not Alyssa, Michelle. And uh, Alyssa's on my mind only because we're trying to get her in here so we can hear some of her music and we get, we're working on those parts. But um, you've done. And so um, Timothy Allen, Timothy Allen Franklin, uh, a three-name person of FWM designers, uh, I mean, one of his comments was just recently, you know, money's not an object. Let's make sure we're taking care of you. Um I, I'm going to be honest, and this is, you probably have heard this before. So in Zero Attack, I got you to be, I, I have to have you be healthy. I have to have you take care of you because no one is else, no one else is out there doing what you're doing right now. And, and I can't live with the thought that we're going to lose people if, if you go down. So, um, Make sure you're taking care of yourself, please. And we're getting, you say you don't have time. You don't, you don't have the time not to do it. To be I, I know I say that, but I, I will, I do take downtime. I feel, you okay. know, you know how we are. We feel guilty, but.
but um, I have, this is my life's work. Um, I have two children that have served our country. My oldest became a firefighter after his Marine career and had, uh, he's probably not watching this because he doesn't do Facebook, but he has had a lot of problems over the last 12 years. He had to resign as a firefighter. Um, he then worked at the medical examiner's office and that was terrible. And um, I think he's doing really well right, right now, but the moms know why I do what I do and as hard as I do it. And um, I actually was wondering, I don't know how much time we have, but if you'd like, I can take two minutes and show you the RV. We have all the time in the world right now. I think that'd be sadly, awesome. Sadly, we, awesome. we're having a, a struggle getting Alyssa on here right now. And uh, when, if she comes on, we'll we'll give her the time. And again, normally we we do this for an hour, but uh, it's our show. We do what we want to, and it is what <laughs> Mark we does what he wants. <laughs> All right, let's right, take a little tour. Yes, go see your RV. You ready? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to show you where I meet. I can't. It's kind of dark in here, but this is oh, the, I can see it. That the living amazing. room. We've got a big screen TV and fireplace. So I bring veterans in here. I let them talk. I bring the moms in here. I bring first responders in here. And this is basically my office. Um, so I actually will come and work here. We have a little um, two bedroom trailer and I'm gonna take you outside. It stopped raining, I think. So let's see. Yeah, I think it did. Um, we have a little two bedroom trailer here in Akron, New York, just to get out of the RV. And there's a this Thomas, um, owns the Backlot Entertainment and he has allowed us, so this is where we're parked right now. He's given me free concert tickets for all the veterans September 9th. There's a Daryl Worley concert and uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna be parked right in the front and there's a big country concert going on August 4th, 5th and 6th, 5th, 6th, 7th. We're gonna be, okay, we're gonna be part of that. Um, okay, so, <clears throat> I believe the rate, I mean, the 22, I just named my tours, Operation 22 to Zero. And I believe it's a lot more, almost on a daily basis. And that's um, every day someone's sending me another one. And I had to tell them, please don't send this to me because I already know, and it breaks my heart. Okay, so I designed this whole thing. This is my fourth. It says, we pray for you. And then behind my door, I want the ladies to know we honor them for their sacrifice. We celebrate you as a hero. And then way up here, we're in awe of your bravery. And the graphics are just, you. if you could just see these graphics, I want you to see some of these signatures. My other one, I had hundreds and hundreds of signatures. We just started this a couple weeks ago because it's only been a, a year since I got this wrap done. So have some pretty impressive signatures up here. And then we thank you for your services. And then we have all the branches and then we want our um, police, firefighters, first responders, EMS to know that we care so much about them. And this is on the side the same as on the other side. And then I have some of my resources. So we have 
peer-to-peer -peer support. I have veterans all over the country. They call, they're called Michelle's Warriors. And Derek Iozio actually is uh, my lead peer support guy. So I know you know Derek. Catch 22 down Catch in- Catch uh, 22. Uh, yeah. So I actually have his um, brochures and business cards on my tables everywhere I go around the country. So they were on my table yesterday. Um, Stress is gone with Brett Cotter. Um, not this day is the emotion code with my friend Kirk Poe. And then Mothers of Veterans Suicide is kind of my outreach. And then there's my logo. That was like on my first RV. I had a, I bought a 24 foot motor. Sorry. Um, I'm also only hooked up to the internet on my phone. So I hope I don't lose you. But no, it's okay. working great. Actually, it's a great, right. great There's video. There's a wall right here. I'm going to have to climb on the wall. So hold on. <laughs> Watch careful. out for the sewer hose, Michelle. Don't trip on that one. <laughs> That's our electric line. <laughs> oh, gotcha. That's even worse. <laughs> um, we have a mom, Tammy, who lost her twin sons, Brandon and Bradley. And then her daughter took her life. So we actually um, went all the way to Michigan to sit with her. I did. Um, and we have a couple of moms that have lost to suicide. So I have, um, we send them a prayer blanket, actually. There's a, a amazing female veteran. Her name is Kathy Stoll. And um, she sends every new mom a prayer blanket with, I asked her to put their child's name on it. You'll see that on uh, Mothers of Veterans Suicide too. com. Yeah, blankets are so important. I know. It, I mean, think about that. You know, it, uh, my mom gave me a a blanket before when I left home and went to college, and it's like a gift from a mother. It like wraps you and it kind of hugs you like a mom, and it, it's so important. That's so cool. Well, the moms wrap themselves in the blankets because they know that the blankets have been blessed by a pastor and it has their child's name in it for sure and they actually it brings them so much comfort and the group brings them so much comfort you can look it up on facebook um but you can't join it obviously right we we recognize every mother's child's birth date with a graphic and a post every child's uh, angel anniversary and every mother's birthday as well. It's um, so important. It's just so, it, and it lasts forever. I mean, think about that, whether you have it on display or you actually do wrap yourself in it. I mean, it's, it is like a hug, is it not? I mean, it's something yeah. and it, every, every nuance that you have, every little thing that you do has such profound meaning. And that's why I'm just amazed by your mission and your drive and your dedication. And I just hope and pray that others take that and whether you're leading from the front or the middle. And I, I assure you, you're leading from the front. And that's why I asked the personal question. I'm like, what are you doing for you? And it's a hard thing to do to take time. It's like, you know, I need to walk in the beach and pick up some shells today. And, yeah. and just to have that, it's an important thing. Well, we're in New York now, so there's no beaches here. <laughs> so it's probably, actually... <laughs> fair, probably horrible <laughs> things to pick up off the ground. But um, I actually uh, went down to the river. Oh, we were at uh, the uh, Veterans Healing Farm in North Carolina before we got to Rochester. Well, we're in the Buffalo, New York area. And um, Al Yak is the founder there. Or he, no, he's the uh, CEO there. And they have a river and they do cold river therapy. And so 
I had him walk me in the river and I picked up four rocks from the river and I have them with me. I haven't, I haven't gotten to them yet, but I'm going to, um, transpose their logo. I'm going to paint the rocks and transpose their logo onto these rocks and I'm sending them back to them. And I'm helping a veteran, um, a veteran that's really in a crisis right now. And so I've been talking to him from the healing farm, but so here I've been going to a river and looking for rocks, just it's so therapeutic to be by the water for me. And uh, that's one of the things water brings me calm. Calming water is calming. And I hate to be the chatterbox on this. And I'm probably taken away from some of Mark's questions because he is a cage bear. Look at him. He's just ready to pounce and <laughs> do more good with you. But uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, we have uh, a, a military member and his wife that work with rocks and crystals and they do artwork with them. And that's what's so oh. amazing about the people's patriot project the connections people make and they i was i was of course creeping on them a little bit today and <laughs> i couldn't I, when he was first describing it i was like oh, i don't know much about this my niece is very much into that and i looked at some of the artwork they did and i'm like oh my gosh it is truly artwork and it's what they do together and it's so important I, all i can say to you michelle is thank you for what you do i i aspire I aspire to help in any way I can. And I, I know Mark and Andrea both feel the same because it's just an amazing, amazing journey you've been on. And it, mm -hmm. it takes it takes someone very special. It really does. Thank you. <laughs> you're, I, you're being I, humble and I get it. I get it. Yeah, I do, too. I, I do, too. And it's hard because I think a lot of people that do these amazing things are humble because it's in their heart. And it's it's hard to say. It's hard to say I'm doing this, you know, it's what makes me feel better. That's not what it is. It's I'm doing this. It's the right thing. And it's it completes you. If I can so. offer, and you didn't ask, and a lot of times people don't ask for advice, and, and I give it anyway, and that's okay. Uh, I'd <laughs> like you to take my position on this a little bit. And I think you should just be as selfish as you can be because if you get to be selfish and you're enjoying your life and you're enjoying doing this, and then I'm telling you what, when I've gotten the phone calls, when I've gotten the emails, when I've gotten, and then I say, I, we, mm -hmm. when we've gotten those things, I said, you changed my life because you were willing to spend three hours on the phone with me at one of my darkest moments or because you are willing to put your your skin in the game. And I know I have, we've got a brother out in California right now who, I, I mean, last night was just post after post of, of he, he's in a dark spot. He's, he's struggling. And I'm like, dude, you say you don't have family and I'm right here, man. I'm right here for you. Um, I hope, I hope this becomes an, indoctrination of a relationship with Michelle Ladd and the organization she supports and the People's Patriot Project and being part of one family to making sure we're on a constant forward mission of reaching those that need us the most. And I tell you what, the people that we're talking about are the people I want to hang out with anyway. It's not For the sure. people that are are burning down buildings or gluing their heads to abortion clinics. And I mean, that's, those are, that's fine. I, I just, these are people who, I mean, sit down and, and eat family dinners and want and are missing those family dinners. And, and yeah. uh, it's, it's the ones that I want to be with. 
and uh, it's the ones I want to hang out with. And I know Andrew's having some internet issues too, but I, 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 I'm going to go out on a limb and say both Mark and Andrew agree with me when I say this. To those who are struggling, there are people listening and that love you. Michelle Ladd is one of them. She hears you and she's listening. Mark Peterson, myself, Andrew, we hear you and we're here and know that we're here because you are not alone. And I, I, I know we have Sugar Rose that, that, that goes on all the time and lets people know they're not alone. We are all people that are trying to do something and let people know you're there are ears out there and they're listening and and are willing to sit with you. And when I was in my darkest places, that's what I needed. And there it was. And it's an amazing gift to have. And it takes an amazing person. It takes an amazing group. And it does take a family. And that's what we call ourselves is one big family. We the people. I love you guys. <laughs> we love Thank you too. You. We well, love you too. Mark, Mark's been trying to get in front of me for the longest time. I'm like, who is this guy? And didn't you actually say you were gonna take delete your Facebook friends? And I'm like, no, don't delete me. I'm just busy. <laughs> no, so you're busy doing good. <laughs> I felt so not, bad. No, no, not everyone leaves, and I get it. Not everyone reads their their well, a emails. Not everyone reads their Facebook messaging and. And I know you're busy and it just, after about six months, I, I just, oh, I do this to everyone. I, I throw out a little, Hey, do I just need to get rid of your contact? Cause it seems like you're too busy for this. I'm like, mm, and don't get rid of me. Not her. No. <laughs> we know we have, no, this is our lady. <laughs> no, and I understand and though. That, that has helped a lot because for some reason, ears start perking up when I'm like, should I just get rid of you? And they're like, nah, 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 we're here. Let's, let's schedule now. And, and I knew, I knew eventually this was going to happen. Gosh, it, I love watching you out there. I love seeing you moving because you're not just in one spot. You're, like your boots on the ground, you're out yeah. moving. You're a progressive force that is out moving to the other people's territories. You're moving into their space because those people aren't moving anywhere. They're sitting on their couch and they're they're just like, uh, and letting the weights of life and the world just weigh down on them and letting one more thing weigh down on them and one more thing. And then all of a sudden, this amazing spiritual Michelle Ladd is in the area <laughs> and someone says, I need that energy. And they're, they're coming and getting it. And this, and is, there it is. this is positive, there it is. positive, positive. So Michelle, <sighs> at, at what point, there's always a starting point. I mean, at what point did you like, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. Epiphany. Uh, this is what I can do. Cause for me, it was like terrifying. I was like, I went to my wife who, uh, and I said, you know what, this is what I want to do. She's like, well then go do it. And I'm like, really? Can I do that? And she's like, I support you. Uh did you have something like that? Was it, uh, um, was it like, you know what? I have a plan and this no, is I, I, I don't plan anything. That's I don't either. <laughs> I told, let me tell you. Um, so I was a successful real estate broker. I owned a company in Rochester. Um, I'm the CEO to heroes home advantage. And I was tired of the winters here and I was going through a divorce. So my dog and I, Drove in my little Mercedes to St. Mary's, Georgia. Somehow I just landed in St. Mary's, Georgia. I got an Airbnb and I stayed there three weeks and I called my family and my staff and I said, I found my oasis in my happy place and I'm never coming back. 
Awesome. And, and I literally left everybody and um, started all new. I did a total life reset. And after about six months, I was bored. I, ha I knew nobody in the state of Georgia and I was going to the beaches and stuff. And I was watching YouTube videos and I found this woman called Carolyn, who it was called Carolyn's RV. And she's a successful businesswoman that got an RV and was living off the grid. And I was like, gee, that is crazy. Who the heck would do that? And I learned that you had to empty your like sewer tanks and, <laughs> and, oh, and I, you know, I went and got a 24 foot motorhome. I drove it right off the lot. I was scared to death. I was doing a video of me driving off the lot. And I was like, and then I put some graphics on it and I told my realtors around the country. So by the way, military, police, firefighters, veterans, healthcare providers, teachers, when they buy or sell a house with one of my realtors that I uh, pick for them, they save um, a lot of money and they get cash back after closing. And I've been running that program for 13 years. Wow. So I said to my realtors, if you have an event for heroes, do a luncheon or a big event to thank them for their services, I will come. And I had 13 of them all around the country asking me to come. So I planned out a map, just like I didn't know what I was doing. I drove all the way to Minnesota and back to Georgia. And then I drove all the way to Utah, Idaho. I visited the Hoover Dam. And so if you watch my YouTube channel from the beginning, you can see the progression. And then I was breaking down. I was getting injured. I was sleeping in Walmart parking lots and with the homeless people. And um, I drove Utah, I stopped in Colorado, I got all the way up to Connecticut, and we did events all over the country for heroes to thank them. And then a year later, I met Bobby Henline. Do you guys know Bobby? Know Bobby well. So I met Bobby at Camp for Heroes, and he shared his story. And the, like a day later, I met Tom McCray, and Tom um stepped on an ied and he lost both his legs and his left arm and his right eye and he shared his story he came out to camp for heroes because he heard about me and i told them both because of you and because of my experience with my son i'm going to get a bigger rv i'm going to wrap it in the american flag i'm going to become a nonprofit. and can i put your photos on my rvs so um, on the back of my first one, I had my kids' military photo, big as life. You'll see it if you stalk me on YouTube from years ago. We'll stalk you. We'll stalk <laughs> you. It's crazy. Um, I will. And so I did. I went out and I got a 32-foot motorhome, wrapped it in the American flag. Bobby and Tom's photo and portraits of veterans and first responders were on all three sides of the RV. And I was raising awareness to post-traumatic stress and started interviewing veterans and interviewing um, organizations around the country. So I got, I drove all the way to Texas, all the way to Florida. I interviewed the Wounded Warrior Project in Jacksonville. I interviewed Warrior's Heart in outside of San Antonio, Texas. Um, I went to Houston. There's a, a great organization there. I went to Valor Ranch in Texas and a bunch of them. And that's how my passion grew and then Next thing I knew, I met my first mom. So it's a matter of trying to help our veterans and first responders um, with resources for post-traumatic stress and suicide prevention, 
And then on the other end, trying to help my beloved mothers who I have formed such a relationship with and my, my heart aches for them. And they can tell when I'm being affected because it gets to be a, a bit too much because I actually put their children's photos. When you check out the mothers of veterans suicide.com website, I do all of that. So I'll, they'll put one photo or 25 photos. So I have to look at all the photos, um, read their bios. I do all of that. And that gets me. And Isn't it amazing though, what has been created with these strong mothers? Cause mm -hmm. mothers are such a cornerstone and I was blessed to have one in my life still and growing up, but how mothers can bond together and look yeah. out for one another too. They I mean, do. I mean, there is a, it's indescribable and I can't even really comprehend it, but there is something there, a bond. And then you add trauma and, and terrible and beautiful things that happen in lives to share. It's, it's really one of the strongest things. And if we could have a list on here, she would probably describe too how here I am in the middle of the songwriting thing and all these strong women that had this nexus of trauma. I've mm. never seen stronger humans in my life than mothers and daughters mm. that bond together. It's such a beautiful thing and it's so good for them to look out for one another. It's a family. It's a family. It is. And to a mother, I can tell you, having your knowing that your child was in so much pain that they had to take their lives in the way they took their lives, most of them, and some of the mothers found them and they share the stories with me. I get calls all day from the moms crying and just needing someone to talk to. And sometimes I tell them, I, I don't know what to say to you. I can listen and I can love on you and I can say a prayer for you, but just, just feel that you're, that you can call me. Um, but some of the moms are suicidal themselves. Some of them are very, very unwell. And I just try to give them their space and then I check in with them. I do a monthly meeting with the moms um, so that they can all share and talk amongst each other. But the group is um, incredible. One day I had one new mom come on board and she invited 20 other mothers from another group. <laughs> so, and I process them all and I bring them all on board and I welcome them all. And I couldn't, um, I usually do a photo of their child in their bio that they send to me and I couldn't do it 20 you know, in some, one day. You know, what's amazing, Michelle, is what you just kind of described to me and don't take this the wrong way. You also know your limitations. You know where at some point the people who are trained professionals need to take over. And I think that's a very important. So some of the things that we do, whether it be with the People's Patriot Project, whether you produce a song, because uh, mm -hmm. I deal in the music stuff all the time, there's a level of responsibility with that. And it's so important for those out there helping other individuals to understand, look, at some time, you have to still keep loving on these people, but also you know, take it to someone else and still be there for them that have specialized training. And what you're doing is so important. It's more than triage. You're doing more than triage. But just what I talked about listening, you're doing that. And sometimes that'll take care of it until they can get to where they need to go. And that is so, so important because there's such a level of responsibility with that. Because we are talking about life and death here. We really are. Yeah. And that's, that's how serious we take this. This is life and death. So... <clears throat> 
I don't want to transition, and then I'm here to talk as long as we need and want to talk. Yeah, yes, if I knew this character. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> he would not, he would not let me get out of this pose unless I touched his nub. And uh, I'm like, I don't know what that, I don't know what that I, means. I don't want I, to know I, anymore. Well, I, for the record, and I can't go on the record, but this will be like half record, if that's okay, if I go half record. <laughs> Uh, I can't say what he would do with that nub at any given point. And uh, I I was scared at some moments. Don't, Bobby, be safe. That's what I got to say. No. He is, uh, he's a, he's a, <laughs> he's such a character. There wasn't a time where my face wasn't hurting talking to him. He does focus on his trauma and he yeah. does make people laugh and, um, I had sat down, had the same conversation with Bobby and his amazing wife. Um, and, and said, you know, you gotta make sure you gotta make sure that you're taking care of you guys. And, uh, Bobby lost his whole crew. He was on two of my four RVs. Um, I just want to, hi, Andrea. I just want to say that, um, it's not all about me and my work. My husband is by my side. He, he actually, I get com um, fatigue, compassion fatigue. He gets secondary compassion fatigue because he has to listen to me all day. And um, my, I have Gary and Marianne um, who are board members and also Mark D'Amato. Um, two of them are veterans and a veteran's wife. And they have been so helpful to me and encouraging me and in supporting me. So we're a very, very, very small nonprofit and very small, but we're trying to make a difference. So I, I didn't want to make you guys think it's all about me all the time. Well, Michelle, make me a promise because we had a little conversation prior to the show about me being in Brunswick yes. and being in St. Mary's. And you said, hey, we'll meet up and we'll take you up. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Um, and so you're going to turn it over to Andrea? Well, for just for a second. I mean, we might come up with it, but if you got to get going, we know you're hot. No, I just know uh, no. I, is it okay if I take a drink of water? Because I'm a hundred percent. Yeah, relax, chill. This is where we're at. Miss Eichmann, your microphone is on now, and uh, tell us what's in the news. Well, I need Michelle to stay hydrated, so take more than one drink of water. <laughs> oh, you caught that. <laughs> That's what I do. I take little sips, and I'm never hydrated enough. <laughs> That's good. So. Well, I'll just get my news in quick before anything changes on my end. So again, July is Social Wellness Month. So you guys were talking about this earlier, and I need to scold Peterson a little bit because he has great words. He needs mm -hmm. to uh, pay attention to his own words as well. Um, so please, it's critical to your well-being. It's critical to your relationships, personal, professional, um, and voluntary, volunteer relationships. But um especially during challenging times. If you aren't well, it's hard to convince others to do well and make good decisions. So stick with that. Um, I There wasn't a lot in so modern day news. It is the anniversary, however, of the Department of Veterans Administration creation. Um, and so I gave just I have a little tidbit of history. Um, the Department of Veterans Administration, which is the VA, um, that we call it these days, its official name is the Department of Veteran Affairs. So the establishment came in 1930 when Congress authorized the president to consolidate and coordinate government activities affecting war veterans. And on July 21st, so this is coming up on the 21st, 
1930, General Hines and a few of his key staff were invited to the White House to witness the historic event. President Herbert Hoover signing Executive Order 5398 to create the Veteran Administration. The idea that a government should care for its veterans has always been an American belief. From the beginning, the English colonies in North America provided pensions for disabled veterans. The first law in the colonies on pensions enacted in 1636 by Plymouth provided money to those disabled in the colony's defense against the Native Americans. And in his second inaugural address in 1865, President Abraham Lincoln called upon Congress to care for him who shall have borne the battle and for his widow and his orphan. And this was later adopted as the VA's motto. So I know we aren't always full of love and tender feelings in that way, but I wanted to bring that up just as history for the why and the how and how long it's been around. Um, and then last week I talked about First Responders Children's Foundation. And so just a quick reminder, they provide financial support to children who have lost a parent in the line of duty, as well as families that suffer significant hard, uh, financial hardship due to tragic circumstances. They also promote uh, support and facilitate educational activities and programs created and operated by first responder organizations whose purpose is to benefit children or the community at large. And with them is CXS based out of Jacksonville, Florida. It's a premier transportation company and they jump in with the recognition as well. So last week I talked about, uh, let's see, what was the first one? Um, public safety officers, which was Captain Will Davis of Joplin, Missouri Police Department. And on behalf of the firefighters was Corey Wilcox of FDNY. And today I'm going to share with you on behalf of all nurses, Jody Nixon, an RN in Brooklyn, New York, is a head nurse in the hectic and crowded emergency room at Wyckoff Heights Medical Center, where she works nonstop, saving countless lives every day. Nixon cared for the first COVID patient and always finds a way to fit more stretchers in to care for everyone. She is usually the first person in the room that responds to a cardiac arrest and trauma. She shows no fear, working nonstop with rarely any breaks. She also takes the work of head nurse home with her in heavy totes full of checklists and staffing schedules. She brings back soaps and clothing in those bags in case someone from the street needs a shower and a change of clothes. Nixon is fast on her feet and regularly triages five patients at the same time. On the toughest patients, she will find their vein to get blood samples and even wipes away their tears. I just got to share on a personal note, my son worked at one of the roughest, toughest ERs in our metro area is uh, Hennepin County Medical Center, HCMC, and he did overnight in the ER um, as an assistant. And so along with those really tough, tough stories was the joy he got when uh, someone came in off the street. And I can't even imagine how many potential veterans were coming in off the street, but it gets cold up here. And he said, mom, so rarely is there anything wrong with them, but they love if you take the time to show the care, check their vitals. We warm up a cup of soup in the microwave. We give them a blanket. They get all cozied up and then they have to go back out, but they just feel so good that someone cared for them for that amount of time. And so besides for all the trauma, there's so much good that happens in um, those ERs as well. So on behalf of all paramedics, EMT and EMTs, 
Alana Bagley of Yonkers, New York, responds to 911 calls as a paramedic and puts her life on the line every day fighting on the streets, often without enough PPE and wearing, oh, and then there's COVID. So they had issues, right, with PPE and wearing the same N95 mask for weeks on end. On the daily, Bagley rescues patients in distress from their homes who are then transported to the hospital, many of whom are sick, injured, terrified, and dying. She never fails to provide expert pre-hospital medical care with empathy and humanity. Begley also serves as union president of the International Association of EMTs and Paramedics Local 20, working to raise, to raise awareness for the low pain hardships endured by EMS workers nationwide. And so um, I know that seems very uh, New York-centered, but that's where the group is out of. And um, they just, I love that they pull out the recognition. So far, we've been through four of those groups. So Next week, I will share two others that got that recognition. Um, it gives a nice little personal touch. And we're recognizing those who are still here when a lot of times we focus on those who are not. So um, applaud to them, to those who are out there daily doing their heroic acts without wanting any hero heroic recognition. That was it today. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. Um, That's real hard quick job shout outs. I said, Ed, that it, what you're describing are heroes. These are everyday heroes. And Mark always talks about boots on the ground. These people are dealing with this every day. And it it knows no race. It knows no gender. They are, it's their hearts. And mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm in awe. And I'm honored to work alongside of them still to this day. I just... My wife was a phleb for the longest time in the ER. My son is a pharmacist. He's in the clinical pharmacist, and he works. And I, I'm in awe. I couldn't be more proud of each and every one of those people you mentioned. So thank you for sharing those. It's we, we pride ourselves in not having the political conversations, and this toes the line to that a little bit, only in the fact that we work with some other organizations that want to paint a picture that's altered to that. And you're exactly – I. I'll stumble on them eventually, but I don't know. We don't know race. We don't know gender. We don't know if you wore the uniform, if you were engaged, if your boots on the ground, that's all I care about. That's all I care about. And we've had some people come to say, well, what are you doing for the transgender community? Um, if they're wearing a uniform, we're taking care of them. That's what we're doing. Yeah. They're brothers and sisters. That's what they are. I, I wouldn't know if they're transgender or not. I don't ask them if they're transgender or not. We help, we serve, we protect, we take care of. And we get up the next day and we do it again. And uh, this is where I get a little feisty with some of these things. This is my favorite part when Mark gets feisty. (laughs) Not when Andrea gets feisty, then I get scared. (laughs) So few times, so few times. Amazing followers stepping up to just being part of the show tonight. Tammy Schroeder, probably one of our most frequently uh, attending people. Um, lover to death, Timothy Allen Franklin of uh, FWM Designs. Uh, Michelle, we got to get you in touch with him. He he has a plan, an idea, a thought that uh, is going to help you with your mission along the line. So we're going to make sure that that piece gets taken care of. Oh, um, thank you. Yeah, 100%. You know, Alyssa Ruffin, she was uh, here the entire show for the most part, uh, and she was making comments. Breaks my heart we couldn't get her on tonight, but we'll get her on again. The national anthem was brought to her, brought to us tonight by her, and we've got a couple of singles that she has out there. Again, uh, wife of a Space Force captain, and uh, <laughs> it's got a whole other 
criteria that makes her qualified for why we put her on the – we got your six and six. Brian Gibson, a Project Die Hard, uh, Hope Stock coming up. Go check him out. Brian Oleg Schlegler, and I Eric. don't get the name – what Eric Olegslager. Did I say Brian? Yeah, you said Brian. Combine I'm those sorry. Things. Eric. Eric. Eric O. I call him Eric O. Uh, <laughs> and I hope we get to see you in a couple weeks, brother. Going through just, all of them. Just don't make Mark do JT and the Gunslingers because it's JT and the Gunslingers. JT. Okay. JT. <laughs> not TT. Okay. Not I get it. I get it. It's whoever made that amazing graphic, the J and the T. <laughs> <laughs> we got We're our bourbon forward. battle buddy out yeah. there too. Absolutely. Hey, yeah. I will I will tell you, JT Shannon Book. We we have that show coming up on the uh 23rd of August in Granite City. It is the best you will ever, ever see in Minnesota. If you're right. there, it is. Woo! Look at this. On Granite Falls. If you never been to Minnesota. Granite Falls is where you want to be on the 13th of August for Scotty sure. Hasting. Scotty Hasting. Scotty uh, Hastings. JT. Yeah, it does kind of look like a two J's. I will give you credit, Mark. <laughs> Thank JT, you. Thank you. JT Thompson and the Gunslingers and uh, our good friend Shannon Book. Uh, I tell you what, it you will not find a better lineup. You will not find a better lineup. You are in for a treat. <laughs> and... We're working on the WP3 event for August 27th. It's not fully, and I know the get your pull it together. It's already August for Pete's sakes. We're working on it. Um, we had some bumps, and we're working with everyone else right now. And it's it's an amazing piece. Remember, we'll be down in Nashville uh, October 20th through the 25th. An amazing. Uh, we have just a whole slew of our, our musicians that are going to be performing. Uh, and um, we got Tony Turner, who's going to hey. be at the Grand Ole Opry. I wish him the best luck. He's, the year. Absolutely. He is outlaw country. He has got an excellent chance. And if you have a chance to check out Blackwater Shine, holy yeah. cow, is that a song? Is that Tony That's... Turner or Joni Jerner? I wasn't quite sure oh, if that was. Wow. He's bigger than all of us. Let's not make him mad. Don't make him mad. <laughs> well, you know, we could bring Brandon Miller into the picture, too. Yeah, That's Brandon a, Miller. Like you make it. him mad every time you say his name. How about JT and the guns? Like JT. JT. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get you going in that. Look what I had to put up with, Michelle. <laughs> Michelle, we. You guys this are is fun. Little mistake. <laughs> It gets worse. <laughs> um, here's here's our moment. Here's our serious moment. Had serious conversation earlier. Uh, right now, remember, we do our battle buddy checks and our buddy checks and make sure that you do them by a six-pack. It's not about one. Get them done. Uh, if you think they're strong, I'm telling you right now, like Michelle said earlier, it, it's the ones that you never see coming. And so reach out. Let them know you're in your lives. It doesn't have to be this ex gigantic concert of conversation. It's just, hey, bud, I was thinking about you. Hey, dear, I was thinking about you. Just wanted to know how you're doing. Interested in getting a coffee sometime. Hey, think about that camping trip. Hey, let's head down to Nashville and see all the musicians with WP3 on October 22 to 25th. Or go to the WP3 event up in Minnesota. Or find out where Michelle Ladd's hanging out. For and sure. go see what their mission's all about. Um, if you need a hand and you only want to talk to Michelle and you don't know how to get hold of Michelle, 
We've put her webpage up here, but at the same time, you can call me or anyone else on the panel and say, hey, I want to talk to Michelle Ladd, and I will make that happen. So uh, that's how this network works. It'll continue to grow. It will continue to, to make a difference. Michelle, what's next in the life of you and what your mission is going to do? Cindy, who I met last night, whose uh, husband is a colonel, really took interest in us and she would like to help us help the National Guard. And one of the things, I don't know if you guys saw, I do this thing called Project Hope Care Package. And I had this idea to put all of my resources brochures. So I asked all my resources to send me their brochures. And I bought a bunch of boxes and I went and bought all these cute little things with all this stuff for uh, PTS and suicide prevention. And I put it out there on LinkedIn and all my social media. And I said, if you're struggling, I will send you a package. And I had 60 veterans around the country asking for this. So I sat on my floor for like three days and packed these boxes. And so I had one left. And at the event we were at yesterday, Cindy, um, asked, I gave her a package of it, but I said, I'd like you to see the whole box that I've been sending. And I would love for you guys to sit down and take a look at it. And she said, I think every active duty, uh, man and woman, National Guard reservist as well, need this package. And it's the biggest thing that I've ever seen that anybody's doing. And <clears throat> I said, I'd like you to sit down and take a look at it and tell me what more we need to get in there because it's it's my main resources that I have on the side of my RV, those guys that have been helping me for years. And they're not specifically for active duty or, you know, I have a really hard time with the police and the firefighters that are working because they don't want to, they don't want their chiefs um, seeing them talk to me. And so she inspired me. It's a, yeah. Yeah, we need um, to kill that. We that that yes. that needs to be killed. That I am so I'm sorry. Here's my I get it. I get one second here. That's my rant. I am so sick of that stigma. That took two yeah. of my friends. I will not have it anymore. And it is my mission in this little corner of the world to stop that. Because I will not have it again. If I have to hear those bagpipes one more time because of that, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Because you're you're hitting the nail on the head and those packages you're sending out michelle those are saving lives and i think i hope you know that they are they are stopping that stigma. so thank you for that because i thank you it is a personal thing for me i i rolled the dice with writing a book up my story and my stigma because i i was literally risking a 27 year law enforcement career and i didn't care because i'd rather live my life and you know what you can and people need to know that you can move on and you can do your job it, it is possible because i didn't know but i wanted to live my life so what you're doing is so bold and courageous and it's giving people a path and it is it it does make a difference i get contacted almost every day by law enforcement officers who are like i didn't realize i could actually seek help and continue to do my job and you can i'm letting everyone know that's listening you can you can do you it. Can and maybe you guys can help me um, add things to those packages. Um, I just got a grant from Veterans United to pay for eight sessions um, of psych psychology 
um, sessions or anything that I can get help with. So if you look at a couple of weeks ago, Trent Williams did a video for me. I sent him one of my packages. He was a guy that I talked to for five hours and I sent him one of my packages and he reached out to my guy, Brett Cotter and Brett and I have saved his life and he's working with Brett now. So one of the first guys that I'm going to send some of my grant money to is to Brett because Brett has worked with a lot of my veterans and first responders. Um, and he's been doing it all free of charge and it's time for him to get um, compensated a little bit. He, he doesn't know I'm going to do it yet, but so for me, he does now. <laughs> I hope he's not. Well, I, I, before I got on here with you guys, I told him I need to talk to him. But so sure. my, um, Surprise. my next venture is I've been trying to get on bases. Um, so here's my pain. I live right next to Kings Bay Naval Base. I have been on base and I'm so bold. I went to the chaplain and I met the commander and I still wasn't getting anywhere with anybody on base. So I brought Randy and I actually twice went into the campground on base <laughs> to try to get their attention. I love that. And, um, I just need help. Um, I think we need to get to our first responders and service members while they're still active duty. If my son had the help that I want to give to everybody, um, he would be in a much better place right now. And so that comes from my heart of my own child um, who has struggled for so very long. And I, I don't want to see those that are protecting and serving us struggle. And if I can get something in their hands to say, get help and I'll find you help somehow, some way. So if you guys can give me any ideas on that. Yeah. I think, I think this is a step in that direction and correct me if I'm wrong. It's, it's the connections and partnership and molding yes. people together. That's why the people Patriot project is so important because we don't compete. We promote and, it's about what what are we really looking for and we are about 100 percent saving lives no bs because that's what matters tell that's me where I i'm wrong guys. tell me where i'm wrong <laughs> we've taken our hour and a half slot which, <laughs> i'm a good. chatterbox see this you, you guys made a mistake bringing me on no we did not we did not um Michelle, if you got a few moments after we close, whenever that happens, because we might be here for another 30 minutes. Who knows? I mean, we don't. If you got to go, give me some kind of a hair twirl and we'll, we'll get you a out of here. A sip um, of water. <laughs> I do have to get going because it's getting dark and um, I'm actually okay. in a locked gated parking lot and I'm not even sure how I'm going to get out of here in the dark. Well, then let's close so, the show down and oh, that's fine. Yeah. Thank you for showing here. We do need to have a sit down and it can be virtual over here. Normally we do that post show, but you, mm -hmm. we need to get you out of here. Um, I, Andrew, anything in closing? No, I think we got it. I think we have great guests coming next week. So we'll make that announcement later. Um, stick with us. Take care. Dan. We love you. Love to meet Randy too. I would love to meet You're Randy. Gonna, I think you guys happen. are a great team. Awesome. Um, <laughs> Remember, we are the opportunity to serve. Uh, that's what the People's Patriot Project is about. Uh, it gives you the chance for those who had a, didn't have a chance to serve and wanted to serve for whatever reason. And you know what? We don't judge about that. Uh, we give you that open opportunity. And we give the opportunity for those who have served 
and maybe can't serve because of whatever reason and or you've retired and you've had enough of it, this and that. If you see a flaw in the system and you see a flaw in the way it's working, come check us out and let's put it together in a collaborative effort to make it better. Um, the exciting piece of this is this great big project of America. We're less than 300 years old. I mean, and this is just a short project. and We, we keep growing and getting better every year. Yep. There's been some some blemishes along the way, but we'll get it figured out. Uh, we can't do it unless we're working together. So with that, come check us out. We're always here on Fridays with our, our weekly debrief. Every Sunday, we got your 6 at 6 Patriot Play time. Sugar Rose is here on Mondays with Motivation Monday. And it was an amazing, awesome opportunity having Michelle here with us. Uh, Patriot Pride, that's all we got. I can't think of anything better that? than to. How do you do that? End. Just, yeah. <laughs> there it is. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, <laughs> I can't think of anything better to do than to end our show tonight with our new anthem. This is truth. You're not alone by the one and only Shannon Book. In the My movie. favorite, man. My favorite. your pride. He sits on his bed with his gun in his hand He thinks his life is over, he can't understand A bottle of whiskey and some pills in the drawer He doesn't want to hurt himself or hurt anymore Why must it be this way? Just think it all over and listen to the words I say crumpled letter just behind the door begins to read it with tears in her eyes a horrible feeling takes over inside says honey can I talk to
his gun in his hand He puts it away Cause now he understands 